You are Locked On Wild, your Minnesota Wild, every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Joe Bully of ZoneCoverage.com, and with me, as always, as often, is Tony Abbott of the Athletic Minnesota. Tony, how's it going? You know what? Uh, not, great. <laughs> not great. I am on. Uh, I guess. Uh, I guess you could say a lockdown. A doctor told my wife to uh, to not go to work, and uh, and I am officially in quarantine for uh, for the foreseeable. Uh, what is it? Fourteen days. Hopefully, yeah, at least. Hopefully, it's uh, hopefully it's not fourteen days. But uh, I am slowly. See, this is the denial part. Of the uh, of the process of grieving of having to be in quarantine, but uh, but uh, yeah, uh, that's that started today, and uh, and I gotta be honest, I'm gonna be honest to uh, the listeners, I'm not taking it great on day one. No, yeah, but uh, but one thing that we can do is uh, is podcast. We have a lot of time to podcast now. <laughs> yeah, we just certainly got time. Um, yeah, the. Uh... Man, that's rough. I'm sorry, man. That's that's. I mean, I, I, that... I should I should say up front, like I'm okay. Uh, my wife's okay. We're we're all fine. Like it's mm-hmm. more of just like keeping it contained than like, oh, like you know, someone's in in mortal danger in in the house, which uh, isn't the case. Like I, I don't want to I don't want to minimize uh, what's going on out there, but it's just like, ah, oh, like 14 days and, and I'm like basically housebound. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's just, you know, it's not fun. And I know everyone's yeah. going through it. Well, that makes my, uh, trivial stuff today that happened. Cause, uh, today was my first day actually working from home and the kids are home, obviously. And I basically told my wife, we need to get a babysitter. Cause <laughs> <laughs> like, I walked upstairs and like, do you guys, would you guys rather be at school right now? Like, this is ridiculous. If you can't handle this, I'm going to find a babysitter. Well, if what you got to do is you just got to hire the oldest kid to be your babysitter. Well, right. But he'd rather play video games and ignore everybody while uh, Eliza. What do you think a 16 year old babysitter is going to (laughs) do? Do you actually think you're getting your money's worth of this? (laughs) You're you're, you're right. (laughs) You're right. You're right. Um, but, uh, meanwhile, Eliza, who's 10, uh, is eating us, eating us out of house and home. She's, she's getting like four things of fruit snacks, a yogurt and like uh, a bowl of cereal for a snack. Yeah. You got right after she's those breakfast. Snacks, I mean, it's crazy. We've, we've already sat down with her and like, look, no joke. You're not going to raid the pantry and a refrigerator. It's uh this is getting ridiculous. And of course our four-year-old, she just. Likes to push and prod and poke and, and um, antagonize the other two to the point where uh, they start screaming and yelling and then they none of them want to take care of the dogs. It was kind of a crap show today. I'm not going to lie. Um, it did settle down in the afternoon, uh, but uh, I mean, my afternoon was then ruined because uh, after he unplugged the Nintendo Switch from the TV. Why? Uh, it's like the only thing that's going to get anyone through anything. No. Right. Yeah. Except it ruined my TV. What? Yep. HDMI ports are shot on it now all of a sudden. Oh, no. Yeah. Day one of freaking quarantine. And I am now down one TV. You know what? 
uh, your your life being bad made mine feel a little better. I hope so. I mean, it's all trivial, but it is. But like, it, it, it's good to. It, sometimes it is good to share just like these like like things that don't matter with each other, and it's just like you know, like because I I think that's like the hardest thing. Like you know, like I'm at home and like you know, like you. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not one of these people who are like, "Oh, I can't believe I'm home with my freaking wife." I'd rather be at the dog. Oh yeah, track. I hate that trope. Yeah, like uh, I. I would rather. I would definitely not rather be at the dog track than be with my wife. But at the same time, like you know, let's let's be let's be real. Like if you're at home with uh, with just you know one other person or your immediate family or, or however it is for you, like it is kind of a, a lonely existence. What sucks about it is not their company. No. It's the fact that you're forced to be home. Like, you can have their company and go out and enjoy the city or do something, go hiking, whatever. And you probably can still go hiking because there's not a lot of people doing that right now. But it is that it's this idea that you have to stay home. And that's what I think weighs on people is this, this mandated lockdown uh, that uh, that we're all kind of doing and we're all sharing in. And uh, I know uh, FSN was um, was trying to do a, a, a replay of the Miko Koivu thousandth game. And uh, I know a lot of people were happy to watch that replay because that was a, a really uh, enjoyable game for the for the Minnesota Wild this season. And uh, one of those great stories out there. But um, it's just you're staring at the same four walls that you're always staring at, and that that wears on people. Mm. So I I, Not, I I think I don't know I, I don't know if I've complained too much. Like I'm sure there's a quota yeah. on my complaining. <laughs> I will say though I uh, I upgraded to a, a window in my office because uh, at work I do not have a window. I have a cube, but and I got, I got to see the sun a little bit today. <laughs> mm. So there's that. I guess we're gonna need you to go ahead and. Uh... Move down to the basement. <laughs> I'm already in the basement in storage room B. Uh yeah, there's a there's a cockroach problem. And we're gonna need <laughs> you to go ahead and solve. All right, Tony, we got uh, a little bit to talk about here. We do want to talk about Miko Koyeva, who I brought up. Um, and then also there's uh something floating around there about what the potential playoff format could be be if the wild if the not just the wild but uh, the nhl uh began and resumed play here um whenever they decide to resume play so we're going to take a break we'll come right back and talk some miko koivu and do you think this is it for him stay tuned you're listening to lockdown wild welcome back to lockdown wild here on the lockdown podcast network it's joe and tony here Carrying you through the uh, the the mandated quarantine here, uh, Tony, with the NHL having uh, suspended play and Miko Koivu's, I guess status has been in limbo pretty much all season long. Do you think this is it for Miko Koivu? Interestingly enough, uh, if you if you read the Q and A that uh, that Michael Russo did with Bill Guerin, uh, he asked that question to uh, to Guerin, just like you know, if Miko Koivu's career ends like this, uh, isn't that basically like isn't that like a, a a bad way to go out? And Bill Guerin starts to agree, like yeah, that's going to uh, that's going to be a disappointing way if that happens, and then he starts talking. 
a little more, starts elaborating a little bit, and then says, I probably shouldn't say anymore, but yes, it would be it would be a disappointing way to go out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of makes me think that, yeah, yeah, that is. I don't know what you thought of that. Yeah, it was certainly uh, a weird little uh, Easter egg nugget. Uh, two are mutually exclusive, an Easter egg and a, and a nugget. Um, but uh, it was, uh, it was different reading that. And uh, it certainly leads that way. Um, and yeah, it is disappointing. I mean, you're watching his thousandth game on FSN uh, as they replay back some of the big games of the season. And, and uh, we talked him up big time back in, uh, in, was it uh, November when it happened about just kind of the legacy of Miko Koivu for this team? Uh, I think everybody will always remember that, uh, that forehand to backhand shelf that he does for the shootout. But uh, you know, when he was in his prime, he was one of the premier passers on this team as well. And, and uh, I will just say he looked very vintage Miko Koivu ever since the trade deadline. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but, like, at the same time, like, I, I think you kind of have to wonder, you know, looking forward, like, is Miko Koivu a part of this team's future? And, like, you know, he's 36 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, He's declined over the last uh, few years. I, I think his numbers on evolving hockey, you know, suggest that he's still, you know, a, a at least a replacement level player, maybe a bit above that. His defense is still solid, but I think that's... Uh, you know, I, I think that up until uh, after the uh, the All-Star break for me, you know, like he wasn't really, you know, playing like he had a lot left in the tank. And then he starts succeeding on the fourth line a little bit. Maybe that makes you rethink it a little bit. But I am just, uh, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not there. Not there right now with yeah. Nico Koivu. You know, I asked uh, I asked Josh from Evolving Wild about this when I had him on during right before the uh, the All Star break, or not the All Star break, the trade deadline, and he basically said, like, look, he's still a serviceable player in the NHL, even on the third or fourth line. So if you can get him cheap, wouldn't necessarily be the worst thing in the world for this team to do. But you're right. When you look long term, like this team needs kind of a changing of the guard. It needs to kind of shed its skin a little bit. Um, not saying that he's any sort of like cancer or a problem for this team in any way, but it's just kind of a a natural evolving of a of, of an NHL franchise that needs to happen sometimes. And it and it is sad because you know the team the the player's been there for for a long time and you've kind of seen him grow up, grow up from a kid to, to a, a grown ass man. And, and uh, you know, there's a lot of memories and a lot of things that have happened along the way. So it is kind of emotional. And, you know, we talked about how he deserves the right probably to finish his career with uh, the Minnesota wild and, and with all the things that he's got in, in the wild franchise record book, it's, um, for it to come to an abbreviated end because of uh, because of this situation, it, it is uh, disappointing to say the least. Yeah, like it is a disappointing way to go out, especially with him playing so well. But like, I think a lot of how this season's going to end is disappointing, unless you know Minnesota 
is able to uh, to make the playoffs in some sort of form, and Miko Koivu is going to you know be able to go out more on his own terms than he is, and like you know he might he may well come back, but I think all the signs point to not so much. No, I don't think so either. And 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 if you're Bill Guerin, and you're new to the franchise, and you're you're trying to make your imprint on the team as to and start to mold it into what you want to uh, what it what you want it to be and ultimately build a contender like he he can pay Miko Koivu the respect to let him go you know retire gracefully and not but he certainly does not need and does not owe him a uh, a, a new contract and a spot on the future of this team no no I would agree with that yeah so uh, crazy, uh, crazy weird. If um, Miko Koivu ends up having to disappear in a, in a bit of a fizzle um, because of uh, freaking COVID nineteen. So, um, anywho, uh, in the next segment, we're gonna get into kind of the uh, the the playoff format or the uh, the what the NHL would look like when they resume play. Um, Somebody had kind of floated out there, and I forget who it was, but uh, the NHL was potentially looking at like a 24-team playoff format. Um, so adding, what is that, eight more teams to the playoff picture? Uh, is it absolutely crazy? Is it asinine? I guess we're going to talk about that in the next segment. You're listening to Locked on Wild. Welcome back to Lockdown Wild here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's Joe and Tony here. Uh, Tony, uh, Sean McKendo, uh went over a number of uh, ideal and odd and in some crazy ideas for what the NHL would look like coming back from, uh, from this hiatus. And um, I got to say, they're kind of fun. Some of them are at least. Yeah, I think I think you got to split these up into two categories, right? Like the good ones go in the Mac and Do category, and the bad ones go in the Mac and Don't. Ah, <laughs> funny. Um, sorry. The uh, Topher didn't like that one. <laughs> no, no, he didn't like that at all. The uh, the big ones obviously is like we they could come right back and and try to finish out the regular season and just kind of continue as normal. But the fact is they're crunched on time. Oh yeah. So maybe they wipe out the rest of the regular season. Well, how was that fair? Right. It's not, but like, because you gotta live with it. Yeah. And there's certainly some players that, uh, are not players, but teams that, uh, you know, they, they haven't played an equal number of games. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, how do you, how do you get them to go? There was one that was floated around that uh, a 24 team playoff where you basically add eight more teams to the playoff picture. And I want to know what your thoughts are on maybe doing something like that, where uh, if you've got more teams in the playoffs and and how you think that that should look. I think that it is more fair in the sense that if you aren't one of the top 24 teams, then you really have no one to blame but yourself, right? I think right. you can have like a little bit of a case if you're like the if you're in a place where the Minnesota Wild is, frankly, right. where you know they're three points behind the Winnipeg Jets, but uh, but they have two games in hand. So mm-hmm. how is that fair? 
Uh, well, in, in this situation, what I don't know who the 24th team is, but, you know, if, um, say, if Buffalo <laughs> is, uh, is you know, uh, four, uh, three points behind Montreal with two games in hand, it's harder to, for Buffalo to say, like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, we should be a playoff team. <laughs> Uh, it's well at the same time at least you're I mean if you're Detroit you obviously don't deserve to be in there so I you know it it's one of those things where it's like I could I could see a case made for it if and they I kinda did like the, the idea of and I'm sorry to interrupt you but I do yeah, no kind of like the idea of the sort of it, it's sort of a baseball strategy right because you have like the top four teams in each conference making the playoffs so that would be right now that would be the blues the Avalanche, the Golden Knights, and uh, against all odds, maybe, the Edmonton freaking Oilers. Yeah, wow. Uh, making those top four spots, and then everyone else has, like, I'm guessing it's a one-game playoff game, right? Well, that's that's the other thing. Uh, is I would say, like, let's, let's um, set this up like an NCAA bracket. Let's do bracketology. Let's... I think it would be fun to have kind of uh, like as as down goes Brown says on the athletic, uh, as he dubbed it, May Madness. Yeah, that could be really fun too. I think I think maybe the minimum thing that would make it uh, make it be like you know as fair as possible given the time crunch would be like a best of three series. But even a best of three series, I think anyone can oh, knock anyone madness. out in a best of three. Oh, that's absolute madness too. If you if you think about it. Oh, you yeah. just get you just get a goalie that's hot, and you can essentially be a number one team that's knocked out in forty eight hours. I mean, Darcy Kemper just has to have two amazing games, right? Right, yeah. Or like even uh, even Mike Smith just has to have two <laughs> amazing games. Yeah, uh, um, Jake Allen could have done that. Oh yeah, yeah, Jake <laughs> Allen could have done that uh, easy. Twisting a knife and already a down uh, fan base. I know, I get it. Wasn't very uh, nice. Um, but I think that, and I've heard this, uh, talked about when it comes to like the NBA, because the NBA is probably in a situation where it's like, they could realistically play into August where the NHL, I think you're better off probably, you know, playing before the end of June. Yeah. uh, I think you want to wrap it up by the draft. Correct. But, uh, but I think, you know, what I like what I, what they were saying about this on this other podcast I was listening to was, uh, like this is a time to get kind of creative where maybe you wouldn't have tried it before because you're so stuck in your ways of tradition. Like this is obviously unmitigating circumstances. You know, it's, it's unique. It's, it's probably not going to happen every year, but let's have a little bit of fun. Let's get creative. Let's have, let's, let's make it a spectacle. And that's why I think like a May madness, whether they did 24 teams or if they just did 16, even I think that, they could really, really turn this into something that's amazing hockey. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Were there any other? Uh, were there any other ones that grabbed your attention? Um, well, another one that McKindo said was uh, the um, the weighted round robin tournament, which I think would be uh, would be pretty crazy. I mean, you, you essentially play every single every single team once, and then the the most uh, points at the end would be awarded the Stanley cup. I would say it's probably not going to determine the best team. 
Well, actually, you know what? That's actually probably better because that's exactly what the regular season is. It's just abbreviated. It um, it would probably give you a better, uh, more fair, accurate representation of who the best team is that would get the Stanley Cup. You wouldn't necessarily get the drama, and like he said, you might have a a team that's that wins the Stanley Cup that is sitting at home. But uh, that was interesting. It seems like the most fair, and you could probably get it done in time. And um, one other one that I thought would have been kind of crazy, and this is obviously really, really crazy, is the Royal Rumble where um, it's just kind of winner-take-all kind of thing. If they keep winning, then they keep going on, and and the loser would just go home only to be um, uh, up against the next team or the next uh, opponent in line. Almost it's like the Royal Rumble – or even it reminds me of like Mortal Kombat tournament. Yeah, where does the weighted part come in? Did you explain that? Uh, the weighted was um, the uh, sorry, hold on. The weighted part of the round robin was that you'd have to give a head start to the teams that would have qualified for the playoffs based on the regular season. So uh, I, they said that they could do this all in thirty games. Yeah. Huh. That's each, interesting. Each team would play every el- everyone else once th- all, and, and all 31 teams would make it, but it would be um, instead of a two month elimination tournament, you know, essentially just full fledged period, uh, full, full, full period overtimes, um, no shootouts and you, it's win or lose. There's no, there's no um, shootouts or any extra points awarded for making it to a, to overtime. It's, Win or lose, and the and the top team or the and the top team after after all thirty games is done, uh, is your Stanley Cup champion. That's interesting. I don't know if uh, I, I think like a five team round robin where the like the NCAA uh, the, the WCHA used to do with the Final Five. I think that's pretty high stakes. I think that when you start diluting that pool with you know Buffalo and. Uh, and Detroit and Ottawa and San Jose, I think that kind of loses its luster a little bit, right? Yeah, I, I suppose it could, but for scheduling, and it'd be a nightmare for scheduling with uh, with everything you push back. But I think that in order to get more of an accurate accurate representation, having played each opponent, where you're not saying, okay, well that they have an unbalanced schedule, playing this team or that team. And the team out east didn't have to play those teams, uh-huh. like the California teams. Um, you could you could eventually you could essentially say like, no, everybody plays everybody once. I get it. I I think that that's probably too many games and, uh, yeah. and not enough high stakes for me. But uh, were there any others? Uh, well, I brought up the uh, the Royal Rumble, uh, but that's probably uh, not one of them that actually would be legitimate. Um, Essentially, just do a a, a full scale t- tournament involving every team, uh, where you bracket out all thirty one teams. Ah, uh, that could be fun. I, I think if I was going to pick any of those, the uh, the twenty fourteen thing kind of sounds the most exciting to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that's just me. Yeah. Outside of that, I mean, like you could do four rounds or shorter rounds where you're doing instead of seven game series, you do a five game series or a three game series. Or you just wipe out the quarterfinals and go directly to like a semifinal. Mm-hmm. 
for for each conference. I don't know. Um, it's interesting. I like the uh, the creativeness, and, and like I said, I think the NHL should really look at every option is is and, and have fun with it because this is a season unlike any other season that we've had. I mean, we've had um, we've had seasons completely lost, and we've had seasons start up um, late late. But I don't know if we've ever had to pause a season in the middle of it and then try to crunch in a playoffs. Not you know? since 1919 that they just canceled the Stanley Cup that year. Yeah. That was also what... Uh, Spanish outbreak. flu. Yeah, it was outbreak related. Crazy, crazy times. World War One. nobody liked 100, it. 100 damn years ago. That's going to do it for our show today. Tony, where can we find you? You can find me online at Ohio Tony. You can find my work at The Athletic Minnesota. And you can find my work on zonecoverage.com and follow me on Twitter at JoeBoo15. That is going to do it. If you liked today's show, please hit subscribe so your device sends it to you every time there's a new episode without having to do any work. Please leave a review and a rating on whatever podcast service you use. You can follow the podcast on Twitter. Just look up at Locked on Wild. And Tony, you know we have an inbox, right? We do. It's LockedOnWild at gmail.com. Awesome. Uh, so hit that up. All, uh, all hiatus, all break long. Give us those topics uh, for Friday shows or uh, give us uh, your questions for your mailbags. We appreciate all that too as well. Thank you so much for sticking with us and listening to Locked on Wild. And be sure to check us out every Monday through Friday to stay on top of everything revolving around your Minnesota Wild every day.